but you can't be that sensitive. All right. I mean, he is so sensitive. You and him, of course, have gotten into it somewhat. He's mad at you, but he's gotten mad at other writers. He's too. Let it go. He didn't listen. I mean, clearly he did not listen. Last week, Chris Russo, he offered that free advice to Pat McAfee. He basically echoed the same sentiment that we have been saying for months here on the channel. Pat McAfee is overly sensitive. I had no intention on talking about Pat McAfee today again. My original plan was to talk about Sacramento Kings head coach Mike Brown, adding himself to the list of NBA head coaches who are absolutely fed up with the incompetent officiating. I had to select the lesser of two evils today. Tired of talking about Pat McAfee, I'm tired of talking about the officiating in the NBA. What I'm really tired of is watching this incompetence on a nightly basis. But I didn't want to be in a bad mood tonight, especially after my Pelicans lost, so I chose to talk about Pat McAfee instead. Someone that I like, but also someone I'm struggling to understand. ESPN appears to have given Pat McAfee the shovel, and they are allowing him to dig his own grave. How many times have I said that Pat McAfee won't change ESPN? The culture of ESPN is more likely to change Pat McAfee. When you think about the culture of an ESPN, what's one of the first things that comes to your mind? It's a culture of victims. Mark Jones, better known as Lieutenant Victim. Mina Kimes, who enjoys spending her free time reading harsh private messages from basement dwellers and sharing those messages on social media for attention and sympathy. Jamel Hill used to work at ESPN, the matriarch of victimization. Well... I don't know if I would call what Jamel Hill did at ESPN work. She was paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to not produce results. It's kind of similar to Jerry Jones paying Dak Prescott $40 million to get bounced in the wild card round of the playoffs. Maria Taylor worked at ESPN. Victim. Who was that dude that we talked about a couple of weeks ago? ESPN has him buried writing for Anscape, that garbage site that no one reads or pays attention to. What was his name? Mike Spears or Tim Pierce? Who cares? It doesn't matter what his name is. It's the dude that was bitching on social media claiming that he was racially profiled while shopping for purses. The point is, the victim culture is prevalent at ESPN. And maybe, just maybe, the victimization is starting to rub off on Pat McAfee. I'll show you the clip here in a second. I'll let you decide. Last week, after he removed Aaron Rodgers from the show, then turned around and invited him back on, what, two days later? Pat McAfee claimed, we're not a political show. I don't want to be discussing politics. Okay, I mean, fair enough. I mean, it's a bit strange that one of the main shows, one of the flagship shows at ESPN wants to stay away from politics. I thought that was the primary objective at the network. Politics first, sports are secondary. But Pat McAfee supposedly has creative control of his own show. He wants to stay away from politics. Who really cares? The problem is, this was another example of Pat McAfee saying one thing and doing the complete opposite. 
He did this last week with Aaron Rodgers, did it again this morning to open the show. Pat McAfee opened the show this week briefly celebrating Martin Luther King Day. Instead of actually celebrating Martin Luther King, Pat McAfee, he made the celebration all about Pat McAfee. And I struggled to even call it a celebration. It was more like a desperate plea for sympathy. Pat McAfee claimed that he is the newest victim at the worldwide leader in woke. Now, he's not a victim of white privilege. Obviously, he's not a victim of mythical racism. He wasn't wearing a dress. Matter of fact, I've never seen Pat McAfee wear a dress, so he couldn't be the victim of mythical misogyny. According to Pat McAfee, he is a victim of... cancellation. Not only was he supposedly canceled by the shit fucks, he was also supposedly canceled by normal people. You know, it doesn't make sense to me either, but maybe you will have a better understanding than I did. Watch it for yourself. And there's an election about to take place next year where we need to remember that we are more close than we've ever been and people could potentially try to drive us apart from the outside looking in. Now, as somebody who was canceled by both parties last week, yep. mm -hmm. both well, of them canceled right. me. Impressive. Thank you. Two. Two, two political parties canceled me last week. We are still alive. Let's remember, we don't need all the outside noise. All we need is a little bit of love. To be fair, Pat McAfee, he was able to convince one dumbass that he was canceled. Our favorite cantankerous curmudgeon, Keithy Olbermann, he saw this clip circulating this afternoon on Twitter. Keithy praised ESPN for canceling the Pat McAfee show. <laughs> I mean, this dude's so out of touch with reality. He saw a clip of the Pat McAfee show on January 15th, today, and he thought ESPN canceled the Pat McAfee show. So credit to Pat McAfee for having the strength to convince one dumbass that he's the victim of cancellation. Problem is, no one else is biting into the shit sandwich. I wanted to give Pat McAfee the benefit of the doubt here. Maybe there was a new definition of cancellation that I didn't know about. I relied on the Cambridge Dictionary to give me the proper slang definition of canceled. According to the Cambridge Dictionary, the slang definition of canceled is to completely reject and stop supporting someone because they have said something that offends you. Maybe Pat McAfee's right. Maybe he has been canceled. Looking at his television ratings on ESPN since September, it's abundantly clear that the ESPN audience does not support Pat McAfee. Last Thursday, he was outdrawn by every show on ESPN except the 1 a.m. edition of SportsCenter. I understand why Pat McAfee thinks he was canceled by the shit fucks. Hell, they had been trying to cancel him for years, I guess, but he also claimed to be canceled by both political parties. And when he says both political parties, I'm assuming that he's talking about the Democrats and normal people. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I missed something over the last couple of weeks, but when did normal people try to cancel Pat McAfee? This channel's been highly critical of his decision to join ESPN, not because I don't want to see Pat McAfee succeed. I've been critical of his marriage to the worldwide leader in Woke because I don't believe that Pat McAfee fits in at the network. I thought he was setting himself up for huge embarrassing failure, and so far, we've been proven right. Over the last two weeks, I don't remember seeing normal people pushing to cancel Pat McAfee. Do you?
Most normal people were critical, and this channel included, most normal people were critical when he announced that he was removing Aaron Rodgers from the program, or as Pat McAfee prefers to call it, the program. But that wasn't threats of cancellation. It was confusion. People thought Pat McAfee was bending the knee to management at ESPN. Who created that confusion? Who caused all that outrage? Pat McAfee. I have listened to that clip that I just showed you. I have listened to that clip several times this afternoon. I still can't figure out what the hell he was talking about. There's an election this year, which means people will be driving us apart from the outside. Who? Who's driving you apart? And who is us? Everything that has happened to Pat McAfee over the last couple of weeks, it's all been self-inflicted wounds. The mainstream media, they were going after Aaron Rodgers. They weren't necessarily going after Pat McAfee, which is why I called him out for apologizing when he didn't do a damn thing wrong. Even if ESPN threatened to cancel the show, ESPN doesn't have the power to do it. Sure, I mean, they could remove Pat McAfee from their airwaves, but ESPN, they don't own the Pat McAfee show. The only person that could cancel Pat McAfee is Pat McAfee. ESPN, they just pay for the broadcast rights to carry the show. Pat McAfee inserted himself into the controversy by announcing that he was removing Aaron Rodgers from the show and claiming that he was happy to see him go, then turning around and bringing him back 48 hours later. Pat McAfee publicly criticized his own boss on live television, and I thought it was great until he complained about the media coverage. I'm not usually a defender of the mainstream media, but kind of hard to criticize them when they are covering something that you said on your own show. During his soliloquy, Pat McAfee, he borrowed a line from the Beatles. All we need is love. All we need is love. Okay. Okay. I mean, I guess love cures all. I don't know what the hell's going on behind the scenes with Pat McAfee. I have never seen a public figure consistently overreact to the things that they see on social media. Maybe the reason that Pat McAfee said all we need is love, maybe that's what he desires. Maybe that's what he's missing. I'm not a psychiatrist, but I'm starting to think the last few months and mainly the last couple of weeks have been traumatizing for Pat McAfee. Starting to think that this transition to ESPN has been more difficult than he thought it would be. For years, when he was broadcasting primarily here on YouTube, Pat McAfee, he received nothing but praise. Here on the channel, we rarely talked about Pat McAfee, and when I did mention him, the discussion was mainly complimentary. Once he moved to ESPN, he moved himself into the mainstream spotlight, put his show on a network that caters to a completely different audience. Instead of being universally praised, he is now universally criticized. I mean, the shitputs have never liked him, and now more and more normal people, they are starting to question his antics. Since September, I can't tell you how many emails and messages I have received from people who used to watch Pat McAfee on a daily basis, and they no longer watch him. Last week, I was checking his comments on Twitter. They were overwhelmingly negative. Maybe it's bothering Pat McAfee. Hell, I think it would bother most people. I don't know how I would handle it if the entire country seemed to be criticizing me. The thing with Pat McAfee, though, he keeps grabbing the shovel and digging his own grave. He keeps talking about things are getting loud. 
Yeah, it only gets loud when you pay attention to it. If you would ignore the comments on social media, they would go away, out of sight, out of mind. People are going to comment negatively. I mean, that's what people do. If you're going to be in the mainstream spotlight, you probably need to follow the advice of Chris Russo and just let it go. It seems like the criticism is really starting to affect Pat McAfee, which is one of the many, many reasons I think it was a mistake for him to join ESPN. But give me your thoughts on this. Another week in another blunder by Pat McAfee. He opens the week by claiming that he is a victim. He claims that he was canceled by both political parties, when in reality, I don't remember him being canceled by either one. The only person with the power to cancel Pat McAfee is Pat McAfee. I don't know what the hell he's talking about here. Maybe you understood it better than I did. If so, you let me know. Also, do you think that the criticism and maybe even the negativity, do you think it's starting to affect Pat McAfee? Sound off in the comments below. Like, subscribe, share the video. I appreciate each one of you guys and your continued support. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys tomorrow.